You're listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast with pet business coach Kristen Morrison, episode number 54. Welcome to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast, where it's all about pet business challenges, real coaching, and real solutions to help you thrive in your pet business and in your life. And now, here's your host, pet business coach, Kristen Morrison. Hi, pet business owners. I am so happy to be here with you today. I know it's been a while since I released a podcast episode. I've been a little busy. So since that podcast episode, which got released on September 9th, and it's now the end of October, I have been to New York City and met a number of you New York City pet business owners. What a joy it was to connect with you there, those of you that were able to meet me. I was interviewed by Yahoo Finance for their live TV show. I did not know it would be live. (laughs) It was kind of nerve-wracking, but I felt really good about the interview, and I have included it in the show notes today. So if you haven't seen it, feel free to check it out. You can go to the show notes by going to prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 54. Again, that's prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast and the number 54. So I also have some wonderful live in-person events coming up. November 23rd and 24th, I will be at the Day of the Dog Festival. I will also include information about that in the show notes The creator of the Day of the Dog Festival, which has been in Canada, all over the U.S., and it will be in Scottsdale, Arizona on November 23rd and 24th, the creator of that festival invited me to be their celebrity guest. I don't consider myself a celebrity. I consider myself an author and a lover of helping pet business owners create success, but that was his term, not mine. Anyway, I will be in Scottsdale, Arizona, November 23rd and 24th. If you live in or near Scottsdale, Arizona, I would love to see you. I'm going to have a booth there. I will have books. I will be signing them. I will be selling them. If you'd like to get a book, please come. You can also bring one of your books and I'm happy to sign it. You do not have to buy a book to get it signed by me. So, The day after the festival, I will be interviewed on a live TV news show, a morning program. I'm not going to announce it yet because it hasn't happened, but I am scheduled to do that and I will be releasing that segment on Facebook after it gets done. It will be, like I said, a live interview. Yet again, another live interview. So it will not be my first live interview. It'll be my second (laughs) And then in February, looking into 2020, I will be speaking at Book Passage in Corte Madera. For those of you that are in the Bay Area, I will be speaking on February 8th, which is a Saturday at 4 p.m. Pacific. I will be speaking and signing books. And I will be speaking about my most recent book, which is The Hiring Handbook for pet sitters and dog walkers. So if you live in or near the Bay Area, I would love to see you there. There will be some other live events that will be happening, but I'm not announcing them yet because they're not 
on the schedule yet. (laughs) So stay posted. I did also want to share with you that I am creating, I have created, and I will be doing a 30-day pet sitting and dog walking business challenge, which starts January 2nd, 2020. And it's for those of you that are just starting out or you want to give your very old (laughs) pet sitting or dog walking business a powerful boost, I am going to be doing this 30-day online course. And if you want to take your pet business goals from dream to reality in just 30 days, I really want to encourage you to join me. I already have pet business owners from all over the world signed up, even though there is the term pet sitting and dog walking in the course name. I have a lot of dog trainers, pet groomers, doggy daycare owners who are also attending. So even if you're not a pet sitter or a dog walker, I guarantee you will get a lot from this course. So I also have a link to that information and to sign up in the show notes as well. So again, that's at prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 54, the number 54. So today, rather than just announce all of these things, I did want to give you something. I wanted to give you a reader question. One of my readers sent in an audio message. She emailed it to me and I wanted to go ahead and play it for you. And then I wanted to answer it. And before I do that, I do want to let you know that if you have a question for me and you'd like me to answer it on the podcast, I will consider it if you send me an audio message. Where you send that is admin, that's A-D-M-I-N, at prosperouspetbusiness.com. Again, that's admin at prosperouspetbusiness.com, and I will also include a link so you can email me directly there and send your audio message. So how do you record an audio message? I only know iPhone. I have an iPhone. I'm not sure about you know the other ways to do it, but the way I do it is there is a voice memo app that I can send an audio message to friends and family. And so if you have an iPhone, if you have another kind of phone that has a recording device, record a voice memo to me. It has to be under three minutes. If it's over three minutes, I'm sorry, I will not listen to it. But if it's under three minutes, I will consider it for the podcast. And if yours gets picked, I'll be playing it for you because you'll be saying it. And then I will be answering it. So I am already getting a number of audio messages. I'm picking some of those in order to do this going forward. So I'm looking forward to podcasting more regularly in the very near future. I've missed you guys. I've missed podcasting. So I'm glad that you're here listening. I hope to see you in Scottsdale, Arizona. Again, the dates are November 23rd and 24th or in the Bay Area, California at Book Passage on February 8th at 4 p.m. And again, there will be some other live events coming up. And also the 30-day pet sitting and dog walking business challenge, which is an online course 
which starts on January 2nd. So again, the link to all of those is in the show notes. And now I'm going to stop talking. I am going to play this audio message, and then I will see you on the other side of that to answer this pet sitter's question. Hey, Kristen. My name is Julie Gonzalez, and I'm the owner of Faithful Friends Pet Sitting, and we are based out of Cary, North Carolina, right outside the Raleigh area. I recently moved to the high country of Blowing Rock, North Carolina last April, and I'm looking to expand in this area as well. So thank you so very much for taking the time to answer our questions. Here's my question. I'm thinking about offering some sort of incentive to my pet sitters for the jobs that they complete as well as positive reviews that we receive from the clients after their service has been completed. And here is why I'm trying to offer this to them. I have a lot of sitters who have been with me for many years and I think they are on the verge of burnout. So I want to offer them some sort of incentive to say thank you for all of their hard work as well as providing exceptional pet care to all of our clients who have been with us for many years. So I am looking for any insight into uh, criteria as well as what type of incentives you would offer these sitters. Thank you so very much, and I look forward to your response. Hi, Julie. Thanks for your question. I love what you're up to and that you are really very much interested in rewarding your staff for good behavior. I think that's very important. However, I think the first thing to address is actually the burnout issue because that will cause staff members to leave more than anything else, even more than pay, amount they're getting paid, amount they're not getting paid. So I want to address the burnout first, and then we can talk about incentive. First of all, it's really important to notice when they're getting burned out, and it varies with the person, how they convey that. Some will say, I'm so burned out. Others will begin complaining a lot. And if that's the case, you need to pay attention to that because that indicates that they are getting burned out. We tend to, as humans, complain when we're cranky and burned out. So that's the first thing is really to identify when that's happened. It sounds like you have done that, but I am now speaking for those who are listening to the podcast who are thinking, you know, how do I know that my staff is burned out? Number one, they complain Number two, they often start saying no to jobs where previously they said yes a lot. So that can be a very healthy mechanism for them. It's like, no, I'm not going to take that. I'm burned out. You know, most of us who are in our right minds tend to say no to things if we're fried, right? So your staff may be exhibiting a really healthy behavior, which is a positive thing, but it can impact you in a negative way as a business owner, because if you're getting a lot of your staff saying no, that's going to be challenging. So first of all, if you have a lot of staff members who are starting to say no, it's important to ask them, you know, how much do you want to work per week? Sometimes whatever you agreed upon in the beginning has changed dramatically when they've worked with you for a while and they know the job. So it's important to ask them and kind of recalibrate your relationship, your working relationship to see where they're at now. Their lives may have changed personally, professionally, who knows? So 
important to look at that. Want to take what you're learning from the podcast and begin to apply it in your own pet business so you can see powerful results? The Pet Business Online Course Learning Platform can help you do that. You'll find instant access courses that can help you launch or grow your pet business starting right now. You can watch, listen, and learn from the courses right now or whenever works best for you and from wherever you're at in the world. The How to Start Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business in 7 Days online course gives you step-by-step instruction and comprehensive tools to help you launch your own pet care business and get paying clients in just one week. The four-week Pet Business Catapult program provides a weekly comprehensive plan to help you create systems and strategies so you can work on your business instead of in your business. You'll also learn exactly what you need to find, hire, and train quality staff and attract high-paying, profitable clients. With these classes and the many other online classes you'll find on the course platform, you can take your pet business to a new level of growth and success starting right now. Go to PetBusinessCourses.com. That's PetBusinessCourses.com or use the online learning platform link in the show notes page to start transforming your pet business right now. You'll find many classes for all your business needs, including how to get your website higher on the search engines and how to use Facebook marketing to grow your pet business, plus many others. New courses are added monthly. These online courses provide solutions and actionable steps so you can quickly take your business to a new level of growth and profitability. And you'll receive your courses in less than 60 seconds after ordering. To find out more, go to PetBusinessCourses.com. If they are dog walkers, you may have heard me talk about this before. I want to really encourage you not to have your dog walkers walk five days a week because they will get so burned out. I really recommend that you have your dog walkers walk two or three days a week with a break in between. That makes it more of a fun job instead of work. Okay. So that's addressing the burnout. And also looking ahead, the holidays are coming. If you're listening to this, you know, as it's being released, the holidays are coming soon. And even if you're not listening right before the end of the year holidays, you may be experiencing, you know, seasonal holidays like Easter, July 4th, things like that. So it's really important to ask your staff way in advance what they want their schedule to look like so that you know and you can prepare and you can plan. So the conversation is really a way to address the burnout issue, to ask them, you know, where are you at? How many visits do you want per day? How many walks do you want per day? To really be in communication and get clarity about that. And to really listen to them. You don't want to push a staff member to work harder than they need or want to. It's just not going to turn out well. They'll probably quit. (laughs) So you sound, first of all, I just want to say like such a lovely boss. You are really attentive to your staff. It sounds like you're really tuned into them. You know that they're burned out. And you really want to begin to reward good behavior in order to have them stay for a very long time, which is such a noble and wonderful thing. And I just want to pat you on the back virtually here because, you know, this being a focus for you, and of course it works for you as much as it works for them because you want them to stay. It makes your job easier. But still, I think you're a great boss for even wanting to reward them. 
So the thing that can be challenging with incentivizing good behavior or services or positive services is that really that's what they're supposed to be doing anyway. It's sort of like rewarding you know, somebody for breathing, (laughs) you know, I mean, ideally you want them to do a great job all the time. So, however, having said that, what worked well for me, and it may seem like really Kristen, really, but I can tell you it worked really well for me. And that was every time I got a really positive client questionnaire that especially specified a specific staff member, I would drop whatever I was doing and I would call them, that particular staff member, in the moment and say thank you. If I got their voicemail, I would leave a message. I would not wait because inevitably if I would wait, I would forget and I would not go back to it. (laughs) So it was really about honoring them in the moment, being grateful And they've done a lot of studies on appreciation, verbal appreciation, and how for a lot of employees, verbal appreciation is as important as financial appreciation, and in some cases, even more so, believe it or not. So don't underestimate the power of verbal appreciation or written appreciation, but you know, if I have a choice, I always try to do verbal because it's really important for them to hear my voice, know I'm grateful, and to really hear the words coming out of my mouth rather than an email or a text, which can be kind of impersonal. So that's the first thing. Another thing as far as incentivizing your staff, I recommend to, if you want to reward them financially, to really look at how much they are bringing into the business. Now, this can be very revealing. You may think that, you know, one of your top sitters is bringing in the most, but really when you crunch the numbers and look and see how much each one is bringing in, you might be surprised at who is actually your top sitter. By top, I mean the one that is generating the most business for you and your business. So I want you to do some data crunching and really look at how much your sitters and walkers are bringing in and what you can do if you want to do some financial incentives is to pay them a percentage of whatever they're bringing in. And you can do that either quarterly or annually. I find it works better quarterly because it's rewarding them more often than at the end of the year where they have to wait. And also, end of the year rewards are more predictable and people just kind of expect them, whereas scattered throughout the year, they're not going to expect them as much and they're going to be surprised. Even if they know about it, they're going to be like, oh yeah, that's right, I get this percentage. So it's sort of like profit sharing and it could be even like point. 1%. You know, it doesn't have to even be 1%. If you do 1% and you have a very high profiting staff member, that can be a lot out of your, you know, profit margin. So I would be looking at what percentage you can pay them as a way to really thank them for their good behavior, 
for their work and to let them know that you'll be doing that. That way they'll probably be more likely to say yes more often. So again, having the conversation with them, really figuring out what they need, how has their schedule changed between when you first hired them and now, and looking at a percentage and also the verbal appreciation. It's so important. So thank you so much for this question. Again, if any of you have questions, you're welcome to send me an audio memo at admin at prosperouspetbusiness.com. I can't guarantee that I will answer them, but I will do my best to answer as many as I can or at least one in the upcoming podcast episodes. So I look forward to receiving them. Also, I have a request. I'm wondering if you, those of you that are listening, those of you that really enjoy the podcast, if you would be willing to take just a moment to write a review on iTunes. I would be so grateful, or wherever you listen to the podcast. It would mean the world to me. So for those of you that are on iTunes that might not know how to do it, it's very easy. What you want to do, even if you subscribe to the podcast, is to go to the search button for podcast, type in Prosperous Pet Business, click it, and then once you click it, you'll be able to scroll down and you will see Write a Review. For some reason, if you've subscribed, you won't be able to leave a review. I don't know why. <laughs> it doesn't mean you need to unsubscribe or anything, but you do need to use that search button in order to find the podcast in order to write the review. So I've had a number of you say, I want to write you a review. I don't know how. That's how you do it. It's simple, but not easy, right? Anyway, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. I'm looking forward to getting it back into regular podcasting. Because my schedule is very full right now, I'm not quite sure when I'm going to be regularly podcasting, but I have my eye on, you know, the beginning of the year, looking at that and seeing that that might be when I do it. But in the meantime, I probably will do a scattering of a few podcasts between now and then. So keep those audio messages coming. I would love to hear from you, love to hear your questions. I want to remind you about the show notes to be able to find out more about the in-person events. That I'll, You can go to prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 54. And that's the number 54. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you for your question, Julie. I really appreciate it. I'm so grateful and glad that you sent it to me. And I wish you and your pet business all the best. Take good care, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast. It would be great if you would take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes. For any questions, comments, or pet business coaching topics you would like to hear on future podcasts, please visit us at www.prosperouspetbusiness.com or www.sixfigurepetbusinessacademy.com.